Good evening, and welcome to Tuesday Night Live, the midweek Bible study for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ in Shelbyville, Tennessee. I pray that each of you are blessed and well this evening as this broadcast reaches you, and I pray that whatever is spoken on tonight will be a blessing and encouragement to you. May I pray with you, Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this moment, for this evening, for your people. Lord, we pray strength to them right now, wherever they are discouraged, wherever they are lacking, wherever their need is not being met. Lord, we pray that your word being applied to their heart, Lord, will administer to their need. Lord, we ask that you move by your might into their situation. Touch their family, Lord. Touch those who are sick. Touch those who are ill. Touch those who are hurting mentally, emotionally, and physically right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, for those who need to be encouraged, Lord, you strengthen and encourage their hearts. And Lord, we we pray, pray that the word that are spoken tonight will literally push people towards your promise. That it will expedite their way along your path of destiny that you designed for them. Lord, most of all, may no one leave the same way that they came in Jesus name. Amen. And God bless you. We're going quickly to the word of the Lord and you can find us there. We are sharing from the scriptures that we shared on Sunday, continuing there in John chapter 12, verses nine through 11. Again, that's St. John chapter 12. And we're looking at verses nine through 11. St. John chapter 12, verse nine reads, when the crowd, large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well. Because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. It's on Sunday, and we want to continue that discussion tonight. We were talking about the plot to kill Lazarus, and I want to talk about tonight specifically from the thought, the idea of a living testimony, the importance of a living testimony. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the story of Lazarus, Lazarus is the young man that Jesus raised from the dead after him having been dead for four days. As a result of Jesus resurrecting Lazarus, it caused many of the Jewish uh, order, those who were in charge of the church and those who were opposing Jesus to be in a, in a tough situation. Lazarus was living evidence of Jesus' ministry on earth, living evidence of Jesus being the son of God, of him having the power of God and the authority of God with him, even the power over death. It was difficult for them, and we talked about a, an inconvenient narrative on Sunday. It was difficult for the Jewish religious order to continue with the narrative that Jesus was a false prophet or Jesus was blasphemous when, because Lazarus was alive and walking around with Jesus. He was evidence that Jesus must be a prophet of God and must have the power of God operating in him. We talked about that in the context of, of us as Christians, that we have that same responsibility to be Lazarus. And as we encourage people to do on Sunday, I'm going to encourage you to do the same today. Just put that thought in your spirit to be Lazarus. What I mean by be Lazarus, I mean to be a living testimony of what God is able to do. 
But to be a good testimony, you have to tell somebody of what God has done for you. You can't simply walk around with the goodness of God in your heart, but you need to have that goodness expressed. You need to take time to show others and tell others of how good God has been to you. You have a responsibility. We all as Christians, we have a responsibility to testify. It's not just something that might be a good idea to do, but rather we have a responsibility to testify of God's goodness, to tell others of how good God has been to us. And we need to make sure that we effectively discharge that responsibility to be living testimonies. It's good. People will always say good things about you once you're dead. And they might say, yes, he was a good Christian. But I don't know how accurate that statement can be if you never took time to tell somebody of how good God is and to tell them of how Jesus has turned your life around. I say that because, again, we say you're hypocritical if you'll share other good things. But if God has been good to you, if Christ has really changed your life for the better, then isn't that don't you have a responsibility to share that with somebody else? Why would you withhold from your friends and from your family and from those you come in contact with the best thing that ever happened to you? Why would you withhold from that from them? And we really have that responsibility in the social media age where we share everything. We share everything. We share our vacations. We share our foods. We share when we eat at a good restaurant. We share our pictures around the house. We share everything. In such an age where we share everything else, don't you think we have a responsibility to share Jesus Christ with somebody else? Don't you think he's good enough to be shared? I think that is our responsibility, and sometimes we fall short of that responsibility because, you know why? When we testify, we're satisfying a carnal need because people crave evidence. They crave proof. There are so many things that you see in this world, and especially today because they're in the in the era of deep fakes and fake videos, and you know, we can talk about fake news. Uh, sometimes we need proof of things that are being alleged, proof of things that are said to have happened. And sometimes we even have to now examine video evidence. They, they used to say seeing is believing, but that no longer is true. Sometimes you have to double check and verify even that which you think you have seen. But in doing in doing that, people want evidence. And what better evidence can you give somebody of the power of Jesus Christ than to give your own testimony? See, some of us think that the minister and the missionary and those with titles and the pastor or the priest or the bishop, uh, that they are the ones who should share Jesus Christ with the world. But no, it is our responsibility, every single one of us, that we should share Jesus Christ with the world. That's one of the reasons. That's the reason why he gave us the Holy Spirit. He said, you shall receive power. What? In Acts 2, to be my witnesses. You, he gave us the Holy Spirit for the purpose of being witnesses. And we have that responsibility to be witnesses to the world of the power and the love and the saving grace of Jesus Christ. That is not just something nice that we can do if we get a chance. That is our responsibility to share Christ with the world. We are living evidence and we and we are evidence and it's important to be evidence because that's exactly what people want. People want evidence of Jesus Christ. And the best way to share it is by expressing it and showing him how he's been to you to share your testimony.
to share what God's done for you. And it's very easy. Sometimes we think witnessing is difficult, but some of the easiest ways to witness is just share a story of what Christ has done for you. Each of us have our own evidence. Each of us have our own story. I can just testify of how Christ came into my life. It was in October of 1990. And uh, I was I was about 14 years old, and I was at the altar there at Bright Temple in Shelbyville, and we were having a revival. Um, the evangelist mother, Betty Suvon, was ministering on the altar, and I had an experience with Jesus Christ like no other. And when I had that experience, it was life-changing. It completely redirected my life. And although I had said that I was saved before, and I felt that I was saved before, that I had accepted Christ, but that was a watershed moment. That was a moment where Christ revealed himself to me in such a real and powerful way that there was no, no disputing that he was real. There was no disputing that I needed him into, in my life, and there was no disputing that I was a better person with him in my life. Since that day, it, it it would be impossible for someone to make me believe that Christ is not real, that Christ not, not only is real, but that he abides in us and that his Holy Spirit is a mighty working power that operates within his saints, operates in those who will seek him and, and seek to find him. I just feel that is that moment, that testimony, that, that, that when God came into me in such a mighty way in that day, that was just something that, that changed my life. And no, there's no amount of evidence that someone can present to me to tell me that God is not real and that Jesus Christ is not our savior. That's my experience. That's my testimony that I'm sharing with you. And each of you have your own testimony and your testimony is powerful too. You don't have to be eloquent with it. You just have to be authentic. You have to be real. And when you share that in a real and authentic way, people will listen to you. People will hear you. People will respond to you. You know what you're doing when you share your testimony? You're doing what Christ told us to do. We are simply lifting him up. And Christ said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. I'll draw men unto myself. It's just our responsibility to lift him up with the powerful words of our testimony. The word says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. You are a living testimony and you have a responsibility to testify of what Christ has done for you. I'll tell you also that as a living testimony that living is the greatest defiance to the devil's agenda. The Bible says the thief cometh but to steal, to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Our simply living as Christians is evidence of God working in us. And as long as we live, we have a responsibility to bear testimony and to bear witness to him, to share that good news with the world that Christ is alive, that he has risen, and that he rose with all power in his hands. And he still, yet today, has the power to save us all. If anybody, no matter where you are, and that's something that I think it's important to share, that God is in every place. God is everywhere. The Bible says, beholding the evil and the good, there is not a place where God is not. So even when we are in the middle of our sins, even when we have not connected to him, even when we're in the middle of not doing that which is right before God, God is yet there. He's right there. And he's in a position to accept us. All we have to do 
just tell him to save us. Lord, save me. Lord, deliver me from my sins. Deliver me from myself. Christ, become the Savior of my life and allow me to make you the Lord in my heart. That's all we have to do. It's very simple. It's not something that has to be eloquent or spectacular. It's very simple. We can just make that declaration before him and just say, Lord, save me. Lord, come into my heart. In fact, wherever you are right now, if that's your desire to turn your life around for Christ to make a difference in your life, right where you are, if you can do it. I, I, I like to lift my hands to show my to show my deference to God, to show that I'm in a position to accept him. But wherever you are right now, you can just lift your hands and say, Lord, save me. Jesus, come into my heart and God will honor your sincerity. He'll come into your heart. He'll turn your life around. He'll change you for the better. And you know what? You'll become that living testimony that we've been talking about. That's all God wants, a living testimony. Final thing I want to let you know is that your testimony opens so many doors for you. So many things that God wants to do for you. So many, so many things, so many things ahead of you that are in your future that are, that God has assigned in your purpose that he wants to make available to you. And what he's waiting on you to do is to release your testimony. Open your mouth and release the testimony of how good he has been to you. And if you release that testimony, I promise you, you'll see God open doors that you never imagined in your life. You'll see your life change for the better in ways that you could never imagine. And now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. May I proclaim that into your life even on today. May I pray with you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this evening, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your love and your compassion towards us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Lord, most of all, for your salvation power the great sacrifice you made for us that we might all claim the right to eternal life with God through you. Lord, you touch us to be better examples to you. Lord, help us to be living testimonies, Lord, and empower and strengthen us and encourage us, Lord, to even open our mouths so that we can let the world know how good you are. Lord, you said we are the salt of the earth, a city that's set on the hill that cannot be hid. Lord, Lord, allow us to let our light so shine that men might see our works, but yet glorify you who art in heaven. And Lord, we ask, Lord, the residue of all these things accrue to the kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I pray that you are blessed by what you heard on tonight. I want you to live in encouraged and with expectation. Understand that you are a living testimony of what God can do. And don't be afraid to open your mouth and tell somebody else how good God is. God bless you. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give a Fund. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.